0: Loading artist Audio inside Loading artist Audio inside Oh, it's ArtCast, it's ArtCast, it's ArtCast Yeah, yeah, yeah Listen by your easel, maybe you can grab a chair Or even take it with you like you ain't got no care Loading artist. Audio inside. Loading artist. Audio inside. So sit back and relax and grab your headphones too. Adjust your volume, it's ArtCast. Philip J. Mellon welcomes you. So sit back, oh yeah, it's ArtCast. Loading artist audio inside, loading artist audio inside.
1: Yeah,
2: right I, I, I fully believe in the mature artist like I feel like people who continue to make art for many years end up with just making like great stuff you know yeah yeah and I, I love that and I, I'm excited to like continue making art for a long time and see to see what happens you know it's very exciting right. like that's my, one of my favorite things about making art is that like oh, what am I gonna be doing when I'm 80 you know like
1: yeah exciting, right and I love right
3: yeah right.
2: and what are my artist friends would be doing when they're 80 you know they're, they're my, my grandfather still paints every day you know yeah wow yeah really i mean he's like a watercolor landscape painter but still he's yeah. like totally different than me but he still paints every day it's cool yeah 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 it's
3: good you get to talk to him a lot yeah or, or?
2: Yeah, so, yeah yeah I mean, he's getting up there but you know
3: <laughs> right right
2: yeah but um
3: Well, let me just welcome you to ArtCast, Kai. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. When creating a work, do you use any sketches or preliminary work in the process?
2: Um, not really. When I am when I'm working, I work on many as many paintings as I can. I can fit on the wall at one time, so I have you know panels and paper and small pieces of paper all covering the wall at one time, and each each piece feeds the next. And I tend to you know mix up a bunch of colors and all the colors are on all the paintings at the same time. And um, so, no, I don't necessarily make sketches. I'm trying – one thing I'm trying to sort of add to my work lately is that I'm trying to work on um, big uh, big panels and big canvases, which don't necessarily come as easily to me as my works on paper, which I'm really, really comfortable with. And so um, I have been – like, if I do – I have, like, a work on paper that I really love, I will – use that as a starting point for a work on canvas or work on panel and um it kind of helps me sort of relax or something in, into being able to to work on to paint something really big you know which is wildly different than painting a, a work on paper it's so like so easy for me I mean, if i don't like it i can just rip it up you know so, yeah yeah um so no, I don't necessarily work, have sketches. Sometimes I have I have these little, like little tiny seven by seven inch pieces of paper. Like I, I have you know a hundred of them around my studio that I sort of work on a little bit. But they're they end up being their own things. You know they end up being their their own pieces. Um, so it's a uh, i But I I do I think about it. I do think about trying to work off of sketches but it never sometimes when I do try to sometimes it just turns they turn, I feel like I'm copying myself and I feel like I'm I'm making a, a copy of my own painting and then it feels unauthentic and and like I'm you know like I'm faking something so
3: yeah
2: um but yeah no I mean my work is so like sort of guttural in a way that it um
3: I'm sorry what did you say guttural yeah sort of
2: wow that's great you know, so it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't, uh, you know. I, it, one thing leads to the next, and in a way, they're all sort of like sketches for, you know, I don't know. Yeah, not really. I like the idea of it, but I never seem to be able to do it.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. It's it, it really well. It seems like you're trying to say that they're, they, they really, sh- your previous work, although not really considered sketches, they really help the next piece yeah. and the next piece and the next piece. Yeah. yeah. Everything.
2: One thing leads to the next and. I'll use the same imagery, you know, I'll go into my studio and paint the same image on all of my paintings. <laughs> oh, wow. And then, you know, and then I'll pull the ones out that that I like and and sort of stop painting on those and then the ones, you know, and then paint over all the other ones, you know. And so, um, and I'll go in with, you know, like pink and paint everything pink, you know, and then pull out, the ones I like. And so the layers, you know, things get layered and layered and layered up in my studio. um, Yeah. Which I like that. I like seeing the history behind the, whatever ends up being in the foreground. I I like seeing the history in the back. Um, You know, I do that. And then also sometimes I do try to make things feel fresh and not so gummed up, but um,
3: yeah. That's cool. That sounds very active. It is. It
2: is active. It's all very, um, Yeah. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. But I, I do want to, I do, that is one thing I'm, I am working on right now in studio is, um, trying to make, uh, bigger paintings on canvas and or panel or something and have them still feel fresh and spontaneous. Like the, like my works on paper. Um, some people, I think it comes really naturally to some people just to work big on Canvas, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily come naturally to me, so I'm, I'm, I'm plugging away at that on studio, in, in, right now on studio, and I'm getting better at it than I was, so. But, um, but in that way, I do use my works on paper sometimes as sort of the starting point for the stuff on Canvas. But then they, it changes completely at the end, of course. But it just right, helps yeah. to have something to sort of start off of, so. Yeah.
3: Now, my next question is, do you use any technology in your work, like photos of the computer?
2: No, not at all. I, the only thing that I do is, um, I take pictures, you know, I have an iPhone, like everybody else, and I take pictures of stuff while I'm working on it, and then when I'm, and then I can take, bring it home, and, um, if I look, if like, if I'm not in studio that day, if I just, if I just look at those pictures, it helps me carry on sort of a cohesiveness, my work and cause if, if I don't get to studio for like three days and I've left a whole bunch of work in, in the middle of it, I'll end up just taking it all down and starting over, you know, yeah. everything basically, you know? So if I look at the, if I look at the pictures every day and think about them and look at what I'm working on in pro, and then I can, I can go back into my studio and, um, remember what I was doing in a way, you know, like I just, so, so yeah, so I, 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 the only thing I do is take pictures of what I'm with, like in process stuff in process. Um, yeah. But no, I don't, I never have really added technology. Sometimes like, you know, my, my husband's a photographer and he's always working in Photoshop and he's always like, take a picture and draw on it in Photoshop and see if that's what you really want to do, you know? And I'm
1: yeah, I try yeah. it.
2: and it's just like, I just fumble. It just doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. You
1: know, it's
2: not like, it's not my hand. And you know, so yeah, I don't really have much of a connection with the, computer in my work some people do though they really I mean it's you know it's
3: good yeah yeah that's cool uh, so far I feel like I've learned so much about your process and, and we've only been through two questions but <laughs> the it sounds like such a mess
2: it is I'm very messy in studio yes <laughs>
3: and it's great because you're I feel like the finished image painting
2: mm-hmm.
3: they're so well orchestrated or well oh, that's
2: good
3: yeah. yeah like they don't they don't look like you make a mess at all oh
2: really that's good
3: yeah no, it's it, yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. that's cool. Yeah, And
2: there's like piles of paper everywhere. And, you know, I pull things out and work on them for 10 minutes and take it off the wall and throw it to the side and <laughs> start a new one and throw it to the side. And then I just sort of, my process, I just, something will click in a painting. I'll just pull it out of the pile of stuff that I'm working on and set it aside. And then I leave it alone and don't work on it for like a week or so. And then if it's done, it's done, you know, and I, and I really try to get it away from me <laughs> because I'll keep on yeah. it if it's near me. So <laughs> it's almost like I need – sometimes I wish I had, like, someone in my studio with me all the time to tell me when it's done, you know, take it to yeah. the pile. Don't work on that anymore, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. You know, so, yeah.
3: All right. So – I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. How, how do you get yourself out of creative blocks? Creative block. I'm having a hard time
2: speaking. Today. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> um, I I've been pr- I'm pretty lucky, really. I don't have a lot of creative blocks. Um, when I I'm lucky and unlucky. When I I've, I have had creative blocks in the past, and unfortunately they will last for like years. Um, yeah. So like for from like 25 to 30, I didn't paint at all. Twenty
1: yeah, yeah. Years,
2: up to 30 years old and um mainly because I was working and I was really busy and trying to you know figure out my life and stuff and I just I just sort of lost it every time I went to try to paint it just I, I just was making this just total crap you know and so um that was like a sort of an epic creative block for me um and then what was interesting is when I started to get back into painting you know I knew I always would eventually get get back into painting um it took me a long time two or three years of painting regularly after that to um, be able to paint something that I liked. Like I was just making just the worst, the worst painting. It was terrible. Just And it was yeah. really depressing. I was just like, oh God, you know, but I knew that if I kept working at it, I would, I would get through it. And I did, you know, and so now I've sort of, after that experience, I just, I just don't let myself stop, you know? Um, so I, I really just, it's really important to me for to continue painting. Even if it's, even if I don't get a lot of time in studio, I'll at least have the stuff I'm looking at on my phone and keep the thought process going. Um, but as far as like a creative block, like a little quick creative block, you know, like glass of wine or something usually helps,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, or just, or often, I, often I'll have a creative block simply because, I just don't like anything that I'm working on at the time. And so if I just take it all down off the wall and start fresh with new pieces of paper, um, that'll just get me through it. Or, or I just happen to have like not realized it mixed up a bunch of terrible muddy colors or something, you know? So it's like, if I just sort of start fresh with like new paint, new paper, it'll get me, I'll be fine, you know, but right now, and I hope to continue that. I just, I know that if I stop painting, I will, it will turn into a massive creative block. So it's yeah. very important for me in my process to continue and work regularly.
3: Yeah, we shouldn't turn let ourselves turn to rust. No,
2: no. It's like you gotta just keep working regularly and and then and I really don't feel like I get a lot of creative blocks. Um or you know, but I'm also on a good roll right now. I've been painting regularly for a while now and I feel like the more the longer I regularly I feel more and more comfortable and more confident and just sort of you know being able to really do what work that I'm happy with you know so
3: yeah yeah. um,
2: at least right now
3: (laughs) right (laughs) who knows who
2: knows what what could happen next week but uh, (laughs) right now yeah usually a glass of wine helps with any sort of creative block for me
3: (laughs) wow that's cool
2: yeah
3: (gasps) I haven't heard that answer before no
2: really that's
1: no, no.
3: funny.
2: I always assume all painters is drink. <laughs> 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 Maybe not.
3: <laughs> no.
2: um,
3: well, let me ask you this. Uh, when did you fall in love with art? I feel like you became an artist.
2: Um, I actually was raised, uh, my parents are both artists and they, um, all of their friends while I was growing up um, were all artists. So I was, Totally, my entire life basically has been completely immersed in uh, creative people around me all the time. Um, and I was actually born while my mother was still in art school. So um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I never really had that moment where I was decided to be an artist or fell in love with it. I, you know, I spent, I mean, I know people say this all the time, but, you know, I painted and drew as a kid and blah, blah, blah. And, and I really did. Like, I always had a drawing table, painting table in my bedroom, my entire, you know, childhood and life. And then I moved out from my house and went directly to art school, you know? So I never really had like a, you know, a moment where I was like, I'm going to be an artist. It just sort of was what I did. And it became so ingrained in me, you know, that, you know, like that five years that I stopped making art, like it was hard. Like I was, thought about it every day you know like oh god i need to be painting you know i need to be painting yeah and you know and so because it just it's very ingrained in my daily activity and like what i think about you know when i'm just sitting around by myself i just think about you know my paintings which is very weird you know but that's what i thought <laughs> um yeah i grew up in a in a world of uh you know pretty uh amazing really creative people um It was great. Yeah. And they're, they're all still, you know, this is, I grew up in Kansas City and they're all, they're all still there making art, being created. Yeah. It was a really great community of people. And, um, yeah, they were all like my family's friends and stuff, but having their influence on me, um, you know, formed who I am and how I think about art today about how, you know, how it, it is just, you know, it's just ingrained in your life. It's just what you do, you know. So, if that makes sense, but um.
3: Oh, it does. Yeah, that sounds great.
2: Yeah, it was great.
3: Yeah, what an experience. You know,
2: I for a while, like actually, when I was in high school, I thought I, you know, I still painted every day in high school, and but for some reason, I thought like, oh, I'm gonna, I thought I was gonna be a mathematician. <laughs> so.
3: But, <laughs> for an architect.
2: Oh, wait, yeah, I just, I, I, no, I wanted to study math and um, yeah. or science or something, and then I, then I just when it came time to go to college, I just. I just was like, oh, art school. You know, I was like, of course. You know, I'm going to art school. Like, I didn't even think yeah. about it. You know, it was just so. <laughs> um, and it was great. School, art school was really, you know, it was really fun. So, cool. um, but yeah, no, art uh, making art has always been just, you know, ingrained in my my life and everything around me, which is great. Yeah. You know, really wonderful. You know, even my grandfather's a painter. You know, so. Oh wow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> So you have this, like, this lineage. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh, nice. It's nice. It's cool. nice to be able to have people around you who understand what you're doing, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah.
3: How do you feel that the computer or the Internet helps or hurts an artist?
2: Um, I, I have a real battle right now between my studio practice and my iPhone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I – I was like I sort of realized I didn't even realize that I was getting into this habit where you know I'd be at the studio and I'd be painting and and then I'd run into a block or something where i just you know or even where like the painting was drying you know and instead of yeah working on something else, I'm like, oh, I'd better check my email you know?
1: right
2: <laughs> and it's it's really bad i I'm actually I've reached this point even just like this week where I'm like you know i like, I'm not taking my phone to studio anymore, you know. I'm just going to go there without my phone. But it's your phone. You carry it with you wherever you go, you know. It's like with these habits that we formed now, it's, it's you know, it's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm working on my um, inner discipline to be able just to work continuously and to do and not be distracted by the Internet and Google and with my email or Facebook, all these things that are, you know, totally distracting I mean it's really distracting and yeah yeah you know I I work a lot and you know I work a lot of student and I and I make a lot of work so I but I feel like I could I could do so much better if I didn't have my phone with me so it's actually sort of all coming to a head in my head or in you know this week where I'm like I'm not going to take my phone to studio anymore but on the other hand yeah um before the internet you know our access to art was through galleries and museums, and going over to our friend's studios, and that was it. You know, right. Like, I can't even remember what that was like before, yeah. you know, where you you just go to museums, and you see these big famous pieces, and then you go to your friend's house and see what they're working on, and that's it. You know, you never saw.
3: Yeah, you had this, like, live experience. So I guess
2: you go you could go to the library and look at books, you know. But now it's just like a, I mean, I love it. I love looking at other people's Paintings online, and I love looking at people's websites, and you know, I love everything, but I love looking at all the work that I never would have been able to see be see before. Yeah. So, you know, I have a love hate relationship with it. I I love it when I'm at home and not at my studio. At studio, is insanely distracting, <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah. you know, we're all addicted.
3: I'm guilty of uh, I'm guilty of that as well. Like it's it's always oh, I'm waiting for paint to dry. This is okay.
2: I yeah. oh, am. Yeah. You just don't to check my email, you know. I'm going to look at Facebook. It's ridiculous. It's totally, it's totally ridiculous, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like I feel like a, a teenager, you know, like addicted to my video games or something, you know. <laughs> it's just terrible. I've got to, I got to get over it. i got to work on my inner discipline. You know, yeah, so. yeah. But um, I I love um, looking at people's paintings online, you know, and and you know, I love like you know, I have like a, you know, even like Pinterest is great. You know, I have these great collections of paintings of other people's work that I can just go on there and, you know, see what I've collected and, you know, it's, I love it. I love looking at other people's work. So, it's cool. yeah. yeah.
3: This um, this might blur into the next question, but what feeds your work more? Would you say your other work, looking at other art, or life, or something other than those things?
2: Um. Even though I say I, I love looking at other people's work, I do, and I, I love appreciating other people's work. But when it comes to my own work, I don't. Um, I really try to clear my mind of everything of everybody else's work, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I. I. If I have other people's paintings in my mind, my it it just screws up when I'm working on it. Just I fumble through. I I make bad paintings, you know. If, so, I really like when I'm. Um. This I think. My my work feeds my own work, you know. One thing leads to a, to the next. It's a continuous thought in a way. Each each painting, each series throughout time is a continuous, um, continuous thought. And if I if I do get other people's paintings, you know, mingled up in my mind, I I tend to um get distracted. You know, it's really yeah, I yeah. But um you know, in my life, of course, influences my work, but in a very abstract, metaphorical, you know, subconscious way, you know, nothing, nothing literal, of course, you know, like, but I do have images that I've worked with in my paintings of, of you know, different shapes that for me mean things just to everybody else. They're just a random shape, you know, but for me, it, they, you know, they mean like various different experiences or dreams or you know or like uh you know times of my life you know so it's, it's very abstract though you know so yeah it's hard to even you know even if i were to describe it it just sounds ridiculous you know it just sounds like
3: did you did you say describe if it if i
2: tried to describe you know oh, okay you know a shape what it means so it's like a nothing you know it's just a, a moment in my life that means nothing to anybody else you know so it's like it's you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I I feel like my work is definitely like a continuous um, thought in a way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing leaves the next. My own work feeds itself. Feeds itself. Um, I do. I mean, I, I do look at tons of other art, and and I, I love it. And mainly, it's just like an an appreciation of like, oh, cool. Look what all these people are doing. This is awesome. You know.
1: Yeah. But it's yeah. not
2: necessarily as like when I look at other people's paintings, I don't necessarily think, oh, I want to, I want to paint like that. You know, like I, I don't think that way. You know? Yeah. you yeah, yeah. do think that way. Then, it, you know, then it'll just like feed insecurities and, you know what I mean? It's just, so you just, I just have to, you know, I, I paint the way I paint, you know? So, does that make sense?
3: Oh yeah. That's good. <laughs> I um, I like how you just ended that. <laughs> <laughs> I paint the way I paint. Yeah. That's, that's quotable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, how how important is formal art training to an artist?
2: Um, I thought about this one a lot. Uh, not really sure. I feel like there there are many sides to it. Um, I feel like formal art training basically gives people like time, space, and community, you know, to to make art. Um, and that helps you know your later life as an artist and helps you know you get good habits for studio practice and and all that sort of stuff but um you know for me when I went to art school like you're so young you know like you're yeah. you know like I started art school at 17 you know it's like I was a kid like I I couldn't you know I couldn't talk about art then you know like I didn't I didn't know how to now, you know, as I'm older, of course I, I can have like a real conversation about art, but as like a eighteen year old, you know, it's like yeah. you know, nah, I didn't have those brain functions, you know. So, <laughs> so it's hard, you know, I think that like and I guess that's why people oftentimes go to graduate school later on in life, which which I never did, but um I I feel like it's important. It was for me it it, it was great, you know. I I that time and that, you know, just the time to make art and not have any other distractions, I feel like is really important and a good way to form your, yourself as an artist. And also to be just introduced and submerged with all these other people who are all doing the same thing, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But I also feel like there's so many amazing artists who don't have any formal training, you know? So it's, I don't know, it's very individual, I guess.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's pretty individual.
3: What were some of your favorite artists?
2: Um, I tend to like it's it's funny with a lot of a lot of artists I I I I tend to only like like certain things that they do you know um and part of my favorite things that people do I mean I, I love works on paper so you know like it like you know Side Tamale and Eva Hess like Eva Hess is works on paper and paintings are amazing. I'm not a big fan of her sculpture, but like her paintings, I think are amazing. And, um, yeah, even like Louise Bourgeois, her works on paper are amazing, are so cool. And I love her line work. Um, and their sculptures. Like I don't really connect, you know, so, so I like people who I tend to like the, like the sculptors and who make those works on paper. I I like that. I don't know if that makes sense, but I like that. But I also, you know, I love like Francis Bacon, and I love Terry Winters, like Prince and Cal R.
3: Oh yeah he's, yeah, he's
2: amazing. I love that.
3: Yeah, totally.
2: And um, I love uh like Sylvia Bacchili. Do you know Sylvia Bacchili? I'm sorry, Sylvia Bacchili. I think no. Oh, she makes great. Like she's she's actually a huge inspiration. Her work is so. It's mainly all works on paper, and it's so simple. It'll just be like a couple of lines, you know. Yeah. For me to look at, like I, I have one of her books, and just when I, I look at her work and, and I think, I oh, just tone it down, tone it down, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. And it really, if that's like, great to look at that kind of stuff.
3: Um, that's great. I can kind of now that you mention that the, the way that you put it, I can see that in your work. Yeah.
2: Where just,
1: yeah, it's like
3: it, there's like not in a not in a negative way, but there's this, like economy of line and shape and pattern. Yeah yeah it's sometimes very very minimal yeah
2: well i try to yeah. make it i i want it to be minimal you know i tend my impulses to not make it minimal but so but i do like the really the really minimal and so you know i, I look at her work a lot as like just you know to remind myself to minimal you know tone it down it it can stand on its own with just a few lines you know so
1: yeah
2: know. um a recent artist that i just bought some books Honor Carol Rama, do you know who that is? She is a sort of this I think she lived in and out of insane asylums, but she makes some great crazy wow. drawings, you know. Not at all like my work, but you know, so I tend to like things that aren't necessarily like my work, but just like weird. Um and uh yeah. Yeah.
3: That's a good list. <laughs> I
2: guess, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean I love Sai Pomley, even though his work isn't like really like mine either, but his work is so, like, free, you know, like, it just goes for it, you know, it just looks like so much fun, so. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I definitely get
2: inspired by that, where it's just, you know, you, you just go for it, you know, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Really bold and kind of aggressive. Yeah, totally,
2: way. it's great, it's really, that's, that's great, it's really inspiring, awesome, you know, so. Yeah.
3: Do you have an artist quote you'd like to share? Yes,
2: um, this is a quote by Giorgio O'Keefe. And it's a very famous quote. I'm sure everybody's heard of it, but I really love it. And so it's, um, she says, I found I could not say things with color and shapes that I, that I couldn't say. it. Right, no, wait. Sorry. I need to start over.
3: <laughs> that's okay.
2: <laughs> I found I could say things with color and shapes that I couldn't say any other way. Things I had no words for. And I, I love that quote because. Yeah. Yeah. It really describes right painting. You know, you can't, you can't, uh, that's why you paint. So, because right. you can't always describe things the way you want to describe, you know, with words, and so
3: I find that <laughs> it's funny because my next question. I know is- it's about the words. <laughs> Sorry to
2: interrupt.
3: You. No,
2: that's okay. And so, you know, and I struggle with that a lot with my work, where I, um, you know, I want I want to have words, great words, to describe my work, but I just like never, I. I feel like the words are only, like, little percentages of what my work's about, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. So,
2: and most people, I'm sure most painters think that. Um,
1: right.
2: But, so, I feel like, I'm like, oh, well, she was, she just said it, and she owned that quote, and she was like, yeah. And then and you're like, oh, it's okay, you know? <laughs> Like, right. You're
3: yeah, so yeah. Fine. Fine. It's great. You know. You just liberated the, yeah, the future. Yeah. Totally
2: <laughs> liberating. Quote is from a painter's standpoint who like can't figure out how to find good words to describe their work. You know, it's very liberating. Yeah. So I like that quote. But um, <laughs> I know your next question is use three to five words to describe your work. And
3: I know um, I'm so horrible. <laughs> huh? I know it's funny.
2: um Yeah. No, I have a hard time. I've always had a hard time finding words to describe my work. um And you know, I tend to, in, like, an old artist statement that I wrote, I talked about, like, perspective and distance, and the, you know, my work is, like, layered up, layered up distance, and so, you, you know, if you, look, if you look at, like, the back, the things that are in the background of my work and the foreground of my work, it creates sort of this perspective, and, you know, it's like I I do like that description sometimes, but um, in the end, it's, I, I don't really like that description. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: You know, it's so it's, it's – uh, I've always had a hard time um, describing my work. And also because you feel like a lot of the words that are used to describe abstract paintings are so overused, you know, like – Yeah,
3: like, yeah. Or – Completely. I use organic way too intuitive, much. Intuitive, you know, like – Oh, intuitive. Yeah, yeah,
2: but my work is Intuitive.
3: You know, but exactly. can't
2: there be another word? <laughs> so, but I never use it to describe my work because it's so overplayed, you know. So, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And, you know, instinctual. I mean, it's all these words that are um, just like, they become generic in a way when you're trying to describe abstract painting in a way. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. Oh, completely yeah. right. <laughs> I'm, sure you I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah.
2: It's really
3: like yeah. hard to um. Even though, I feel like I came up with some words for your work. you
2: did?
3: Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, tell
2: me. I'll write them in my statement.
3: <laughs> all right, ready? Now I don't know which one to use first, but I'll say the the one that biological.
2: Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah, and diagrammatical. Mhm. Um. Now I feel like a lot of the works. Well. I, I had thrown in there earlier something about being an architect. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget how you introduced or, or made me uh, oh, respond that going way. To,
2: going into math when I was in high
3: school. That's right, yeah. yeah my and, work does
2: have an architectural feel to it.
3: Yeah, like, I would love to see them built.
2: No, that's cool, yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: And, and like, or either that or, well, built, but also have them, some of them be made into bridges that yeah. – like a drive-through. Oh, that would
2: be very cool. Well, then, I mean, yeah. that, there is like a three-dimensional thing that goes on with some of my work because of the layered line work. Um, and I like I like that. I like having that three-dimensional aspect to it. Um, yeah. No, there's definitely like a bridge thing, and it's because it's, my work is very symmetrical, like everything is. I just
1: oh yeah, yeah. Falls.
2: Yeah. I fall into symmetry really easily, and I it doesn't feel right unless it's symmetrical. You know or balanced, or something, and so, um, but yeah, I know, like, bridges, it's the same sort of architectural thing, where that's all, they're very, you know, the structure, and I think a lot about structure and support when I'm painting, and, you know, each, each uh, image or object in my painting, all, for me to feel like it's a complete work, complete piece, each, it's like each piece, each part, each element of the painting has to have its own personal support in a way you know yeah
1: yeah. and that's
2: where my line work comes in where you know like has you know lines that hold everything up and and um you know that we're so that it feels it feels all in place you know
3: yeah it's like uh not necessarily in a in a stifling way but it's grounded and it has a foundation and there's
2: no loose ends
3: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: (laughs) you know i can't have random objects floating around in my painting oh no It'll bother me yeah so I have to have yeah, hide yeah. down so
3: right, right, right. now there's um something out, you know this is a bit maybe a bit out of place but I feel like some of them remind me of a carnival ride oh
2: yeah that's nice
3: yeah Good. yeah but not as loud and uh mm-hmm. not as loud and they're a little more pleasant <laughs> than that <laughs>
2: you're not
3: gonna throw <laughs> up at the end of it <laughs> um I hope.
2: Not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. There are definitely. I think I can see that in my work. I also the colors, and I like I like the bright sort of pastel colors, and you know, and sort of the. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I like the caramel Ride. I can see it almost in. I'm looking at this little piece right now that I have. You can't see it in the interview, but. Oh
3: wow! This one
2: looks like a caramel ride, doesn't it?
3: Now, how is that a print? Yeah, it's
2: my business card.
3: Oh no way! So a professional artist. You've got to send me one of those.
2: But it's, a, it's just a little work on paper. Um, but this one, you can, it's almost like a spinning sort of carnival ride. Yeah, definitely,
3: yeah. It's yeah. like a big UFO. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> That's the trick. It is the trick. <laughs> All right, this was great. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks
2: a lot. Take care, and, um, yeah, we'll be in touch.
3: Yeah, I'll see you on Facebook. Yeah, take care. Hi. Right, bye bye. <laughs> this has been ArtCast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Thanks for listening, and keep the dialogue going. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this Define abstract
1: art.
3: Oh, come on. Okay, here's a better one. What does this painting mean?
1: <sighs>
3: I'm getting nowhere with this, forget it. Hotcast <laughs> Home is A H T T A S T dot com. Thanks again.